Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I'm here with two lovely ladies, of course, Yay! my wonderful wife, Patty, and also hey, the guys. awesome Lior Alexandra. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Lior. Yes. I'm so excited. Good, me too. Lior is, is, uh, has a very similar you know mission as me, where she has a very... Uh, very popular YouTube channel and a very she's really great at writing she does emails just like me very similar type of content creator motivator inspirational human being like myself maybe I'm just flattering myself (laughs) yeah but no thank you so much I I believe Lior has a very similar core message which is to empower to awaken to help to heal to inspire all good uh, intentions Mm -hmm. powerful intentions Mm -hmm. yes so which is why we have her on and plus we love her love her love her so much yes we do so much thank you for having me on you're welcome I'm honored (laughs) I really am (laughs) yeah right now we're in a Tulum Mexico, staying with Lior and, and Aaron, uh, Aaron Dowdy, and it's been absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah. We've been having so much fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So today we're going to talk about spiritual awakening signs, and because Lior's going through quite an awakening herself, totally. it's, it's, been, it's been very, uh, it's been a, a really good example that sort of uh, another validation for a lot of the things I discuss, which sound kind of, as you'll see, yeah. some of the things we talk about, they sound kind of out there, but it's not just Victor. Going through it. Well, through my spiritual awakening, Aaron would always tell me, well, Victor says to tell you this, and Victor says to tell you that. And it was such a comfort to me. Good. Every time I heard, oh, what I'm going through is normal. Somebody else has experienced this. It was such a comfort. So it's definitely... Not just Victor. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. I think it helps other people. Like, you know, Patty has her own sort of yeah. journey. You'll have mm-hmm. your own journey, though, mm-hmm. here. And it's, I think, really good because people can, um, they can, they'll resonate with certain people from certain, yes. t- depending on what they're going through. It's just yeah. helpful to have the variety, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Because everybody's journey is so different. It's very unique. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, one of the signs, I wrote down two words energetic symptoms, which sounds sort of like, like what, what clarify Vic, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> but there's uh, for a lot of people, not everybody, they there's an energetic component to the awakening process mm-hmm. that you feel in a very literal physical yes. way. But it can be alarming. It's like like for me I had like what people call the Kundalini awakening mm-hmm. where there was literally times where I would be in fact this one time comes to mind, um, where I was playing this guitar. I'm not very good at guitar, I just like I plucked this one chord and I had this like sensation come over my body and I knew what it meant. It was almost like a, like a sickly feeling that the energy is about to rush through me. Wow. And I would literally at that time for a couple of years, I'd have to lay on the laid flat on the floor and just surrender to this gush wow. of power energy that would explode <laughs> up my spine, out of my face and out of my head. And Jeez. it was this extremely like yes. dramatic thing that I would have to go That's through. Really but it's interesting. like, dude, am I freaking losing my mind? You'd wonder. Yeah. So you, know, you didn't have many, Patty. You didn't no. have a lot of that. But Lior, no. you, you related. We discussed yes. it. So can you tell them like, what's your experience with the, yeah. the energetic component? So I, I had no idea what any of this was or what ascension symptoms were, anything like that. I had no context to this. Aaron would just keep telling me like, what you're going through is awakening, ascension symptoms, whatever. Um, but what I experienced really what what gave me the most clarity is when I went on Instagram one day and an account I was following 
literally detailed what happens to me. And then I realized, oh, what I'm experiencing is something that people go through. It's not just a rare case. I would get these weird sensations in my back, these energetic sensations in my back where if we had wings, where your wings would come out from. Wow, interesting. And it felt like something was literally coming out of there. And it was like angel wings fully. And it would be often when I'm about to fall asleep, I would start to get them and I would feel kind of pain in my back pain that I'd never experienced before because it wasn't exactly physical. It felt it was like an energetic thing. I had a bunch of other symptoms like that, but I also had a Kundalini. um, I don't know what you call it, but the energy went through all my chakras And what happened was I woke up one morning, it was like five in the morning and I was scared. I felt fear. And I asked, I spoke out loud at this point, I I became a little bit more comfortable with talking to guides and things like that. So I said, angels like protect me and heal me, do whatever needs to happen to me. I slipped into this euphoric, like my entire body, there was waves of energy literally vibrating off of me in waves. And I was in and out of sleep experiencing this like euphoria really for like three hours. Wow. And I kept thinking, should I get up? Should I wake up? No, I shouldn't. I should just let this happen. I sh- it's, it's been a, a few months since this has happened. So I don't know if I'm explaining it as, as but it was so physical. Ooh. And it's almost like I saw kind of like a yellow, bright white energy just emanating off of me in waves and like pulsating out of me. And it felt like something divine, like yeah. like oh. heavenly, like yeah. angels, honestly. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, wow. yeah, it was yeah. really cool. And I've tried to replicate it since then, but not, no it luck just so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, that's yeah. like a yeah. classic Kundalini thing. I've had mm-hmm. that too. I, I would, uh, the way I titled it, it was like spiritual ecstasy. Yeah. It felt very ecstatic, yes. very, very like divine in yes. nature. And for me, when it would come on, what would precede it would be a feeling of fear. Almost mm-hmm. like I can sense that there's, it almost felt like an intrusion in my energy field. Like there's some something like a presence making itself known that it's almost like the idea of like when if you're just sleeping and you feel like there's a presence it was like mm-hmm. that kind of feeling but mm-hmm. in my body um like something's going on that i, I don't understand but I then that's I would why let go and yeah and go into all this when you let go that's when it happens yeah when you let and i go. had to learn that stop when the fear comes on rather than stay in the fearful place just be like okay i'm safe i'm protected let go and then whenever i let go whenever i just kind of lean into the fear it goes away and that, that bliss comes Turns in. Turns into the bliss, yeah. yeah. And just a sense of the divine, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Pat, you have a totally different, like, thing. Like, you haven't, have you had anything like that? Not like that, but I have had um, where I've been, like, half awake, half asleep, and um, my whole, like, energetic body, like, in yeah. my physical body would vibrate. Okay. And like pulsate sort of, um, but I haven't had anything like what you guys have experienced. Okay, yes, yeah, so yeah. we had more like the classic Kundalini mm-hmm. from just my observation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where, but there are many ways to experience it, like you know, with Lior with the angel wings, yeah. you with just the vibrations. In mm-hmm. fact, you had someone at the retreat, someone we know um, that was vibrating the whole weekend. You mentioned. Oh yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she, but she was full on awake, and not only was she vibrating inside, but literally her hands were like shaking, like she was just like vibrating. And it wasn't too much coffee or nope, anything. No, yeah. I don't even. She doesn't even drink coffee. She drinks tea. 
Yeah. Right. So it's like, it was definitely not like a, um, uh, too much caffeine thing, but she actually, it it started when we went to Bell Rock and then it didn't stop. I I still actually, I should, um, send her a text and see if it stopped yet. (laughs) Because it's she, I texted her a few days after, and she was still vibrating. She said, "Oh, really? Yeah, I know that huh. feeling. Yeah, <laughs> when just it's just kind of like a pure wave of energy that just lifts you up, and like your frequency raises. Yeah, yeah, and you just feel on top of the world, and you're like, I want more of this. Yeah, and that I think that some people's awakening process starts with that. Yeah, I think a yeah. lot of people starts with negative things leading them to awakening. Yeah, like trauma or something. yeah, right. So I sure. had several things happen that led me to the awakening me too yeah Yeah. but um for some people it's that feeling of like being lifted and raised and wanting more of that Mm -hmm. and searching for more of that yeah Yeah, that's what seems to be happening with Mm -hmm. like the kundalini Mm -hmm. and with with the the retreat you Mm -hmm. mentioned the Mm -hmm. person and you it's just like it feels like our our frequency is elevating literally our consciousness is elevating and we are in physical bodies, so we just we can feel it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it creates a vibrational sensation that yeah. we're like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. And other than just the physical component of it, the feeling um, feeling expanded, your mind starts to actually expand to the point where you feel like your brain is stretching. Mm-hmm. I think that's the coolest aspect of this. Yeah. Things that I never thought about years ago are now a part of my daily thought process. Like yeah. things I never believed in. And you know what we are, we've been talking about the past few days, like we talk about entities mm-hmm. and all this cool yeah. stuff. And it's just things that I would have never even considered that there was a possibility that they exist. And the awakening really makes you stretch your and expand your consciousness. Yeah, yeah and become yeah. comfortable. Like, like yeah. most yeah. of the discussions that we've all shared, a lot of them anyway this whole time have yeah. been like, it's so uh, enjoyable to have that because yeah. they're yeah. so, you could see to an, out, an uh, outsider, they'd say, wow, yeah. these guys don't ever make any sense. They're just talking <laughs> nonsense constantly. And but we're it's all like, like it's we become have integrated as our new normal. Yeah. We yeah. get each other. And yeah. I think that the people listening to this will feel that also like somebody gets me. Yeah. Somebody's. The, yeah. Somebody understands what I'm going through. Like the people in your lives might not feel that way, but the people in your everyday lives, but just know that you're not alone. Like we're all going through this and increasingly. So I Mm -hmm. have people from high school that were never into spirituality or anything like that. Now they reach out to me like I'm experiencing this and that it's, it's the craziest thing. Have Instagram models DMing me people you would never consider (laughs) to be. And everyone's waking up. They really are. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's beautiful. And it's, it's so helpful to hear people like uh, we sort of on off top, we were discussing like comparing ourselves to others, mm. something that we were kind of going through on our own. But we yeah. just talked about it mm-hmm. earlier at the at the mm-hmm. coffee shop, and it was like, wow, it's so great! It's so mm-hmm. great to hear other people discussing similar struggles or challenges yeah. or things you're going through because you you don't feel alone. Yes, you, you don't think you're crazy, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm in this with other people, so mm-hmm. it's it's neat. Yeah. It's good to be talking about this right yeah. now, exactly. especially for this. It makes yeah. you more comfortable to be yourself, right? Yes. Yeah, like knowing it's okay to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this this other sign I wrote down I wrote down 
um, nighttime adventures. <laughs> <laughs> and like Leora is saying, like, you know, when, when the Kundalini would come on for you, the experiences, a lot of times it's at night. Yes. And I, I hypothesize it's because that's when we really kind of relax and wind down. Mm -hmm. And then like the awakening can kind of like this, the, the process can mm -hmm. have, uh, you know, freedom to, to yeah. process yeah. basically. So I, we just last night, Patty and I had some crazy <laughs> thing happen. Oh, we yeah. had like, I won't go into too many details, but we were, uh, I was going to, I started to meditate after I, I said goodnight to Patty and I felt immediately this curious slash mischievous presence to my right hand side. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then that made me aware that it wasn't only that, that, that thing. It was like many presences, very mm -hmm. strong, yeah. somewhat darker, not horrible, but dark challenge, like just it, energies we're not used to right. sort of surrounding us in this room as we're going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And it was, it turned into this whole thing where I had like this scary, <laughs> really scary ass lucid dream, very vivid, very like where I had to, I had to wake myself up on purpose because I, I'm trying to think of how detailed I want to go, but I was in this, in a dream and this like negative energy kind of like enveloped me and like almost like held me down and I was awake. It was like a lucid dream. So I was aware of what was happening. And I, as it was happening, I, I chose initially to say, I'm going to surrender to this and maybe it's a process I need to go through. Mm -hmm. But then I speculated that, you know what, this is just some asshole freaking <laughs> entity picking on me so then i started to kind of battle with it and it just turned into this whole thing i know this is this is where we go off the deep end no, yeah. i love this but, <laughs> this I, happens to me yeah. all the time <laughs> i know right but i realized like this is not a battle i'm gonna win so yeah. I, then i had to wake myself up mm -hmm. and then i woke up and sure enough patty was like i was like are you awake and you're like yes yeah. and uh you were kind of going through your own little challenges right yeah i had my own experiences but it wasn't it was mostly just the awareness of negative energy in the room and so um bef i'm trying to think did i like i had some sage oil and stuff that i did and in in the room but i can't remember if that was before the dream you did some before and then some after you gave me some sage initially that didn't help in the no. palo santo yeah helped after i woke up yes and then you did some juice some sort of like shamanic yeah. Yeah. Thing. Well, I realized um, as I was, this was going on for like two hours probably. Yeah. Yeah, wow. at least. Wow. Um, before I finally was like, this is an opportunity for you to come into your power and just do what feels natural. So I was like, shoo, you know, and like to move the worked. energy out of the room. Yeah. Yeah, it, it worked. At least it worked for me. Yeah, yeah. that was what we both concluded that it's a, a chance to come into our power. Yeah. But, but the, the, so these were like negative experiences. Mm -hmm. It's not all like that though. Would no. you agree? Would you, would yeah. you want to share something like cool that's yes. happened? Cause I've definitely had my negative experiences, yes. but mm -hmm. I think that once you go through those and understand, I think we were talking about this earlier, that it's only negative and scary if you let it be mm -hmm. and they can only harm you if you let, if you let them. Yes. Right. But that gives you an opportunity. It's almost like your subconscious mind giving you an opportunity to step into your powers. And yes. then once you do, it can become such a positive experience. I've had really interesting experiences. <laughs> You've had many like mind-blowing yes. ones. Oh my God. <laughs> and I honestly have them really, really often still, almost nightly. Um, but it's, they're very hard to remember usually because you're in and out of sleep, in and out of the hypnagogic or the theta brainwave state. And it, in the moment, it's so profound and you feel it and you remember it. And then you wake up and you're like, I know something happened last night. But basically... Um, I could talk about my most recent experience or one, 
one of my earliest experiences was a loving presence in my room. That was like right at the beginning of my awakening mm. before I had an ET in my room, which is <laughs> a whole other topic. But I had this loving presence um, visit me towards the morning and it just felt like bright light and love and like I was being almost welcomed to my awakening. Yeah. Like, wow, welcome, nice. you're about to experience a lot of this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And it was a maternal feeling. Really? Yeah, that was really cool. Um, sometimes I have different spirits work with me mm-hmm. at night, like in and out of the astral realm. And the most recent one was the tobacco spirit. Yeah. They were grandfather um, archetypes kind of thing. And they came and did healing on me in my sleep. Is this way out there? Way no, too no, no, okay. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going so it was after a tobacco ceremony, which I'd never done before and I wasn't really prepared for it, but I went into it, I experienced it. It was really, really intense, really, really powerful and kind of scary but powerful and then when I went home that night I fell asleep and all night long I was working with the spirit of the tobacco which is Mm a patriarchal Mm -hmm. like uh fatherly kind of energy Mm -hmm. right yeah and in my in my sleep it felt like many different grandfathers it was like one but different archetypes of a grandfather Mm -hmm. there was like a trickster even Mm. and I woke I woke up mid trickster communication and it kind of like my body it, it, it was interesting my body was like <laughs> my tongue was sticking out and i was doing a peace sign and like it was <laughs> weird stuff was happening i love it in yeah. my sleep but i know that what they were doing is they were helping me to integrate what i had experienced earlier that night mm. they were doing the healing on mm-hmm. me they were teaching me things and i think that a lot of us when we go to sleep, we actually go to certain like schools Mm -hmm. and we learn things and we bring that into this life. And I think that if we didn't have these people that would go, that go to the astral realm or wherever it is that we go to learn these things, there would be a lot less information that we have these days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of the information comes from the higher realms and we bring it down through the astral plane. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for a lot of people, it gets distorted in dreams. So it's like our dreams are really, really weird and we don't really understand what the message is. But I think that we get a lot of our information from our sleep. Yeah. And from those astral travels. Yeah, I agree. I I don't really remember my dreams a whole lot, but I do like I'll wake up with like a knowing of something like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what that means or whatever but I will I won't I'll know that I had dreams Mm -hmm. but I won't remember them at all Mm -hmm. yeah there's many ways that you can gain information from dreams one of the things that happens to me before we move on unless you want to share something love is uh, sometimes I will have like uh, the last sentence Mm -hmm. of a dream Mm -hmm. come through like maybe it's like just I'm hanging out with Aaron in my dream or something and Aaron will say something really profound and it's the last thing I hear and then I wake up with that in Mm. mind like wow Mm -hmm. that was uh, not only did that sort of stick out to me in the dream but that sentence happens to be exactly like spot on what I need to hear yeah. at this time in my life. So yes. wait, it's almost like a message will come through towards the end of a dream for me. Mm-hmm. But that's one of a that's gazillion so ways. That's so powerful. Yeah. 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 But I've got, I, I, I do, I get a lot of uh, helpful advice in my dreams. Yeah, I'd say. you do definitely. There's so much we can learn from it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. much. I think a dream journal is really helpful for that. Oh it yeah. It really is yeah. helpful. That yeah. big time. Yeah. I used to do that. 
Do you, yeah. have, do you do that? Leo? I do. I wake up in the morning and I give myself 10 minutes of just stream of consciousness journaling to like unwa- unload everything that happened to me at night. Yeah. Anything nice. I can remember. And sometimes I'll go back and look for patterns and it teaches oh, me about smart. my life. Yeah. 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 It's really great. I just yeah. started journaling more like three days ago and it really is helpful. It's so helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's helpful for emotional release and also yes. I think it's so important to look for patterns in our lives. Yeah, just getting yeah. it like I was doing it the other total tangent. I'll move on in a second. But <laughs> I was doing it like sort of like picking apart negative beliefs I have about myself, yes. about yeah. life. When I when I, I was able to like I isolate the belief and then write down all these reasons why that's actually not literally true. <laughs> and when you see it on paper it's like wow there's the emotional release because yeah. it's like your mind is like, this truly is something that makes no sense that I've been blindly sort of living my life from every time the emotion would come up. Exactly. You know, the belief That's slash so emotion. powerful. But anyway. So powerful yeah. to work through it like that. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So that's it, cool to hear yeah. the stream. I've, I've heard stream of consciousness journaling mm-hmm. before. It's just you unload everything on your mind and yeah. then you feel ready for the day or for sleep. I do yeah. it before bed too. Yeah. There's something yeah. really powerful about writing things down yes you know i don't 100%. know what it is i should do that more maybe i'll start your brain <laughs> your brain thinks because we have sixty thousand thoughts or so every day and when we take one of those thoughts and write it down our subconscious or our conscious mind i don't know which aspect of our brain actually does this but it looks at that and it says this is more important than the other 59 yeah thousand whatever thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah so it makes it more important so that's it's just more powerful that's really a nice profound simple way to put that i like that a lot that's Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you may you may inspire me to start journaling it's so powerful i really it changed my life honestly nice yeah it's just like a simple little act you know yeah 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 (laughs) for sure for sure yeah um, so another thing that tends to happen to a lot of people, I wrote down psychic openings, which that sounds kind of strange. In fact, I like to look at psychic abilities as more like natural functions of human consciousness mm-hmm. that start to kind of make themselves known as you spiritually awaken. Mm-hmm. Like for me, one of the things, I had a lot of like the Kundalini stuff, but one of the more uh, valuable ones that happened to me is when I started coaching people. I was telling you the other day, Lior, where the little thing would happen when somebody would be talking about their life purpose, or at least what I would perceive to be something that really resonated with that person that they very well are talented in and could do and express to the world and help people, but they were unaware of it. They didn't really, they didn't see it that way, but I would feel in my own body, I would feel like a like uh, get almost like when you get choked up watching an inspiring part of a movie where it, it mm. would be like a wave of like love wow. choked upness in my body and that would be my cue to mm-hmm. encourage this person but anyway that's like that never happened before yeah <laughs> you know and that's an ability that's a hundred percent it's a cool ability what would yeah. it be is that like clairsentience or something clairsentience exactly that's yeah, more right? like, like feeling, sensations yeah. and feeling yeah 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 that's very powerful yeah and you have a lot of clairvoyant yeah. um abilities are blossoming within you right yeah they're starting i just i didn't even know patty you mentioned it earlier that you also see what i see like those sparks of uh-huh. of, of lights yeah that's um i was seeing it right now as you were talking mm-hmm. nice. and for me it's kind of like that confirmation like like you receive for the other person that they're talking about something that's important to them that um i feel intuitively i feel that it's their guides coming out to be like this is important mm-hmm. we're here for you you're supported Yes. Keep going with this. It's kind of like a sign of yeah. validation. Yeah. So yeah, I see sparks of um, sparks of like white, bright light, and then I see kind of like forms of angels, and mm, yeah. and this, of course, scared 
scared me like no other when it first started. And yeah. I was telling you guys that um, when I first started feeling them when, with my eyes closed, feeling angels around me, I was terrified. Because yeah. honestly, I didn't even grow up really knowing anything about angels. I'm Jewish and we have angels in Judaism, of course, but it wasn't something I was taught about at all. Mm. So this was so new to me. Yeah. And really alarming. But now when I close my eyes and I feel them, I'm like, wow, I'm surrounded by love and guidance <laughs> and this is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so full of light. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's common. I think like it because even though angels obviously are like nice, most yeah. people have that idea of angels. Yeah. Like, wow, this is their helpful benevolence, mm -hmm. you know, energies or whatever. Um, but the reality of that actually happening to your human during your human waking experience, yeah. it's another story. Yes. And it can be initially very frightening and just because it's so unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. This is just, this just stretches my previous concept of reality like exactly. times 10. That's yeah. the so, awakening process. Yeah, you're just right. In, completely, in yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also too, like um, if you're feeling the presence of angels, that's a different vibration. Yes. So like if you're not used to that vibration, it can make you feel afraid because you're like, whoa, what is this? Even though it's benevolent, mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. still unfamiliar with it. Exactly. So it's, it can be alarming and you know, yeah. that's exactly it. It was a different, it was a different energy different frequency and i was just like I, I don't remember i'm not familiar with this yeah yeah and it's, it's cool because it's not like you're just seeing white lights that would be sort of a benign experience but yeah. you're you have an intuition where you yes. draw conclusions that are valuable and helpful in your daily life and same with yeah. me with the thing i mentioned now what, what do you have love i know you have all sorts of cool yeah, gifts that are really blossoming now with your your healings and stuff <laughs> yeah. in the retreats oh mm -hmm. my god yes yeah, your so, healings um, I see, I call them sparkles, mm -hmm. the little like white flickers of like light, you know, the angels or guides of, for, around people. I see that. I do see energy, but it's not colors. It looks more like, if I had to describe it, it would be like um, heat, you know, when you see something hot, how mm -hmm. the it, the air like sort of You moves. see the energy of it. Yeah. 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 And I, I see that. Um and that I've always seen, even like as a kid, I would be like, I can see the air and people be like, <laughs> you can't see the air because it's like, you just can't. But I, I mean, I was like, okay, I can see it. Like I'm looking at it right now. Um, I do get, um, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to call it like mediumship cause it's not really like what I, my ability is. I it's, but I can, um, feel the presence of like my grandparents. I get smells. I get, um, I, I do get, um, auditorial like messages. Yeah. Um, it was very much like, that's what told me to go to Peru. Um, it saved my life. I was in a car accident and I heard very loud in my ears, hit the brakes and I slammed on my brakes wow. and it literally saved my life. Um, I've also not listened to it and then gotten into some trouble. <laughs> yeah, what I see you but, having a yeah. lot that you might not even be aware of the psychic ability. In fact, I made a post about this recently. Is uh, they call it uh, clear cognizance? Is just clear knowing. Mm -hmm. Where like yeah, when I you do your healings, mm -hmm. you just like know to yeah, do the I was just or gonna, know to do this particular Right, I was going to just touch on that when I'm okay. when I'm doing like I guess healings on people, but when I'm working with with someone, when I like serve rape or when I'm moving energy, I get like. Um, 
I almost hear it, in, but it's more like in my head and not so much in my ears, where it's like, put your hands here, put your hands here, you know, and like put energy there, use this tool or put, you grab your drum or get this oil or whatever. And so I do, I get like a intuitive knowing and a little nudge of like how to work with um, people when I'm working on them. Um, to move energy or remove blocks and it's or whatever. So powerful. <laughs> like Thank you. I, whenever you serve me rape or whenever you do a healing on me, it's just like oh, it's something you. I've I have never felt before from anybody, honestly. Oh, really. You. Like not even as a compliment. Like it's really yeah, it's a, really powerful. It doesn't come from me. It's just yeah. my my helpers tell me what to do and I just kinda yeah. okay. Let's do this thing. That's the benefit of listening to intuition, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, something I sort of observed is that it, people's psychic abilities tend to become enhanced when they start to use them for the benefit of others. Mm-hmm. So yes. Like with her and the healing, she's mm-hmm. like doing retreats now. So yeah. they've kicked on with me with coaching. And you, of course, you're doing all sorts of sharing. Yeah. And it's like firing on because yeah. there's like almost like the universe sees like, ah, there's this person's hooking, helping other people. There's potential. Pure intention. Let's uh, give them more energy. Yeah. And that's for sure been the case with me. The more um, people I work on, Mm -hmm. the more like powerful it becomes. And I can, you know, like my, my body literally vibrates when I'm doing work on people. Yeah. 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 So that was all lovely. Now there are other, (laughs) there are other (laughs) aspects of the awakening, such as what I'll, we'll touch on now, what I I labeled here, the crazy phase. (laughs) It's just where... It's, uh, and everyone goes through this differently and to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I first, you know, became aware that I was going through like a spiritual process because it was so real and it came on so strong, I went through a bit of a crazy phase yeah. where I was very ungrounded with mm-hmm. it and assumed that I, it, was, it was my role to tell everybody what some <laughs> of the, the, you know, the things I was going through, which I, I should have known people's perception of my experiences they would most people and in the end thought i was like losing my freaking mind yeah. we had a whole all last yeah. night we were all, oh my gosh, <laughs> we were yeah. all sharing i think you know by stories. now you're not alone in yeah. that yeah. <laughs> yeah but i know patty you didn't really do that fortunately maybe you learned from my mistakes right or... and um <laughs> yes exactly i learned from your from the things that you did i wouldn't call them mistakes because you learn from them you know sure. maybe maybe uh you could have gone about them in a different way but it's always perfect you know so um i definitely saw reactions from things that you did and decided that's not a route i'm gonna go <laughs> so um you also learn yeah. from his mistakes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's helpful that we talk about it. And you had you you were mentioning like yes. you had a couple. You want to share anything that comes yeah. to mind as an example? I think the funniest one, honestly, I, 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 it's not a mistake. It couldn't have been a mistake, right. Victor. Because yeah, that's not the right word. Because yeah. you, you had no idea. You, you just wanted to share it, and right. I know I know that feeling. I just yeah. I was like, something really real is happening to me. It feels very much real to me and I need to talk about it and I want to share with people, you know, and we do. And looking back, it's really funny. I think Aaron's story of when he told, I don't know (laughs) if I should share this, but he told, (laughs) he was talking to an ex-girlfriend about aliens and looking back, like in, in the time he really wanted to share it with her, but looking back, he's like, wow, she thought I was so weird. (laughs) And that's the same thing happened to me. Funnily enough with my eyebrow lady. I told her the entire story 
of an extraterrestrial being in my room as she was t- threading my eyebrows, oh my <laughs> thinking that's a perfectly normal thing to tell somebody. Right. And looking back, obviously, it's embarrassing and it's so silly that I thought that that's okay, like that anybody would be just anybody is open to this because for me it was so real and it's like i just want to tell everybody about this because there's so much more than just this than just my eyebrows like aliens exist you know (laughs) let's talk about that let's talk about that (laughs) people often change the subject really quickly (laughs) yeah that's when you know okay this person maybe it's not not ready ready or something Yeah. yeah Yeah, I told my dad, actually, and he was very open about it. He was just, I was like, you know, I'm not actually from here. This was when I was just starting to understand my starseed mission stuff. Yes. Like, I'm not from here. And he's like, you know, I feel the same. Like, I feel like I've always felt that way. Like, since you were born, I knew that you weren't from here. Oh, you're like, oh, that's beautiful. I was really supportive. Yeah. (laughs) But then I found out that my whole family talked behind my back and decided I'm crazy and maybe I should see a therapist. But now they're open to it. (laughs) They warm up to it. Same with my family. I told them all sorts of stuff about like the Illuminati and the extraterrestrials controlling the government and the mass ascension (laughs) that's approaching. You know, normal dinner table discussions, but... And at the time, the same reaction. Well, your dad was actually surprisingly receptive. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> my my parents yeah. were polite, but I could tell they thought I was not. They weren't like they didn't like get angry or like super resistant, but I could tell it like freaked them out. Yeah, I d- um, actually did do that um, with my niece, um, and told her like about like the Illuminati and and stuff. And then I could sense that she was af- getting afraid, and I was like. Oh shit! Uh, yes. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have said you, anything. I know that moment you know? where you pick up on them, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Right, and then I'm trying yeah. to be like, but they, but it's okay. They're not gonna do anything to you. <laughs> like, don't even worry about. It. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Just forget it. And yes. we haven't talked about it since. This was many years ago. So hopefully, she kind of it was like in one ear and out the other. Yeah, but. I've learned to be like considerate of how I anticipate the other person reacting. Like some people, they might look look at like you for your niece like she believes in you she like mm-hmm. trusts you so when you say yeah. something like that even though you're comfortable with the idea of that it might freak her the heck out right you know yeah. or like my parents like even though they're they love me and they'll be like okay honey it's gonna make them think worry about me yeah, yeah. you know so True. i'm not really helping them True. in a sense but at the same time i agree there are no mistakes yeah. maybe these are seeds being planted yeah. that in the end will totally. help people and there's a so i don't i don't look at it like that but i still have i've sort of modified my my approach um, and, and come to the understanding that not everyone is really ready, yeah. you know. I actually hadn't, I just remembered my, um, what happened with my brother, that that was, I guess, the biggest um, kind of bomb in this whole past year where I had come back from Rhythmia a few, it was like a couple months after, and I was telling my family, like, all this stuff that I, I now know and now believe to be true. And he really did think something was wrong with me. Mm. And he really got upset. And he's like, we might need to take you like to like a, like, uh, a psych ward. A psych ward. Yeah. And wow. he was serious. And it hurts so bad. But I learned from that that not everyone is going to be on the same in the same place in the path and not everybody's going to go down the path right now. It might take years for, for somebody to even think about this and consider it as a possibility. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I only recently really accepted that not my, not everybody that I love is going to be open to it. And I can't enforce my beliefs on everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
funnily enough, again, <laughs> like about two months later, my brother started having his awakening. Yeah. Oh, nice. So a seed was 100% planted. And he went from me thinking I'm a crazy person and he's lost his sister to insanity to being like, wow, aliens exist. Sorry to bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can work with non-physical entity and there's so much more to life than just physicality. And, mm -hmm. and now he's like on the same path. Just cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause beautiful. he knows you're, you're like, you know, he maybe had a moment where he thought you were crazy, but he yeah. knows you're a rational, intelligent, yeah. per grounded person. So it's like, if Lior says that, exactly. even though initially there was resistance, mm -hmm. maybe it's like it, it, it planted that seed. Yeah. That trust is really important. Yeah. So I think that for anybody just like you were saying, just to be considerate of the other person's reaction, but also plant the seeds. Also, also yeah, don't, don't, yeah. you know, if you slipped, if you slipped out, then yeah, don't then it just... trust there was a reason maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like my dad now, he's, <laughs> he, he was, before we came here, he was like, Victor, you know what? I just, I see 11, 11 all the time. What do you want? And it, he like confided in me about the 11, 11 phenomenon. Amazing. So it was just so neat, you know? That's so cool. Yeah. When our parents start seeing uh, synchronicities, that's when we know. It's powerful, yeah. Shift is happening. Shift. Yeah. It's so funny because my mom would always see, she always saw numbers. Like it, like when she would be driving, she'd be like, oh, 52225, two, two, you know, or whatever, like on her mileage on her car. And she'd, she'd always make comments like that. So I grew up look like knowing, knowing of, synchronistic mm -hmm. numbers. So that was never like a weird thing to me. Mm -hmm. So when I would see like one, two, three, four all the time or whatever, 11, 11, uh, it, it was not like a shocking thing. Like, what the hell does right. this mean? You know, yeah. I just be like, oh, numbers, you know, oh, it's my yeah. angels. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so finally, one last thing we'll talk about. I wrote down a purpose priority where uh, a lot of, uh, from what I've seen, uh, people's awakenings will lead them into a initially just a sense that they have a calling, a sense of purpose, and it can take some time to find it. But eventually, our lives become very much driven in a sense by our by our our ability to serve the whole in some way, our purpose, if you will. Mm. Um, like for me, it's like uh, you know, I, I had this life that was involved being a personal trainer, and you know, this identity of who I thought I was. But now this other calling just kind of came out of left field, and and I just felt this inspiration to and passion to to share mm -hmm. about this awakening stuff. So I have this YouTube channel now, and, and Patty with the uh, your shamanism. That's like your new calling. My menace in womanhood. What do you? How would you? We'll start with the Lord. What, do you relate with that? I know you do, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. So um, I think that. Um, the way that it happened for me is really interesting because I've been spiritual and into things like the law of attraction for over a decade now, right? Yeah. So I discovered it when I was like 13, 14, and I was doing videos that was about spirituality and about the law of attraction and manifesting things, the life of your dreams before my awakening really started. Mm. So I felt like I found my purpose and knew my purpose before, but the awakening process gave it so much depth, depth, yeah. depth, depth, depth. Yeah, yeah. I don't English all the time. <laughs> and so much meaning. And it just took everything to the next level and just made me realize, like, I already found my purpose. There's more to my purpose, more than I expected. And it's deeper than I ever expected it to be. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. It, gave, it just gives everything meaning and intention. Yeah. There's more intention than ever before. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you can know your purpose ahead of time, but the expansion of consciousness that comes with an awakening will give it that meaning and that yeah, just that fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 And how about you, love? What? <laughs> so I would say, you know, you, no, you're a good example because you, you're a mother of three and you're, you're my wife and you kind of had this role that was pretty much occupied by taking care of other people mm-hmm. that, that needed it. Yeah. But now your calling is, is becoming a real large and important, a vital part of your life. Yeah. Um, but that's a beautiful, exciting thing. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. Yeah. It's not like this obligation that we remember. Lou, we yes. were saying it's not like, oh wow, I, I awaken to. and go through all these these challenges, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I got to serve everybody. Even though right. it's a nice thing, it's like it's it's more than that. But yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm rambling. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I um, nothing really comes to mind to like share. But um, like, you want me to talk about like what it was like when I found my purpose, no. Just discuss or? how your life now is heavily. Your your life purpose, if we'll use that as a cliche sort of blanket okay. term, is become a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you live out a lot your of life time. purpose. Yeah. You think about it a lot. You you know. Yeah. Well, um, being a mom, that was something that sort of just like happened. I didn't really even want kids like before we had them, but obviously now I'm so glad that we have them. Like, and I love them so much. Um, but I always kind of knew, like, I needed something more than just that. Like, it, I felt like it wasn't, like, my sole purpose, my sole mission in life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, when I really became aware of what my mission was, it's, it's interesting how it's very similar to... Um, being a mom because being a mom you you take care of others you help you help when they're sick and you you know you nurture them and that's sort of like what my purpose is like as a medicine woman I'm going to be helping people heal themselves and that's you know that's kind of like I'm like a it's very maternal you know yeah yeah yeah, exactly so it's 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 interesting how it's it's um Connected, you know, it's similar to what Lior says, taking on a whole new depth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. I never heard you really put it that way, but it makes yeah. sense. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it just came to me just now, so it's perfect. Very nice. <laughs> good, good one there. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to say right now. What do you want me to say? I don't know. But look, you channeled it. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know how else to be. I guess. <laughs> but it's like I find like the purpose factor really gives you a lot like you were saying satisfaction and like mm-hmm. happiness I know a lot of people when they stay spiritually awakened they feel like they don't want to be here they don't they realize they kind of maybe are from somewhere else they don't yes. really they don't belong here mm-hmm. the negativity it takes that darker tone mm-hmm. in, in earth you know, on mm-hmm. the earth that you realize how much darkness is here but then so you can feel kind of isolated and like you know whatnot but but what really I think brings you back around is like the the feeling of the gratification you get from serving in some yes. way. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's just a, 
it's a wonderful human experience to have that I think most people who go through an awakening, it's just, it's, it's inevitable. They come yes. into that. Yeah. And it's so worth all the stuff we discussed earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's super powerful to, to like, when you're serving, you're bringing in light energy, totally. you know, and love energy into this planet, which does have a lot of darkness, but it creates more balance, you know, in, in the energetic field. Cause you need darkness to have light and you need light to have darkness yes. you know 100 percent. so it's yeah i think that a lot of people might I, I i always thought about this um when people listen to us say like be of service like light workers are meant to be of service i think that some people might not understand really how fulfilling and how passionate you will become mm -hmm. once you understand what your purpose is and where how it how it serves others mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like you're working your entire life to like to serve it it doesn't oh it yeah. almost doesn't feel like you're serving others because you get so much out of it yeah. yeah so it shouldn't turn anybody off to think like oh i'll be I'll, my life purpose now i have to serve others forever whatever it feels natural yeah. and you find your own way of doing it like being a medicine woman like being a conduit to these messages that we share with people yeah you find your own way of doing it and it doesn't feel like work you're in service you're helping people you're bringing light mm -hmm. in but you're not really working because yeah. you're doing what you were meant to do yeah, yeah i i um to add to that mm -hmm. it's like for people that are artists mm -hmm. you know sharing their art whatever it is music or paintings or sculptures or any of that that's also sharing you know that's sharing your light and your love and your your when someone looks at a piece of art that speaks to them it brings this feeling inside them like oh and it just touches their soul people get choked up looking at art or listening to music because totally. it's so powerful and when especially when you're doing your passion if that's your passion and and you love that and you're putting your soul energy into that that is a way to create light even though it's not directly like i'm healing someone or i'm you know feeding the sick or uh, healing the sick or feeding the hungry or whatever even if it's not that it's still giving soul energy love to people and that's very powerful there. I know. I, I feel like I really want to use that ant analogy, but I'm going to... The ant analogy. <laughs> Aaron, do I have permission to use the ant analogy? <laughs> okay. He's pissed. We'll, we'll close in a second here. A, a perfect example that I thought was awesome that Aaron sort of uh, observed is that they're outside. They noticed a bunch of ants carrying these heavy leaves to, to a pile or something. And Aaron and Leo are sitting there. They're curious. And they <laughs> pick some leaves from the tree because these ants were going all the way up the tree, taking these little chunks of leaves, bringing them all the way back down, all in like this line in formation. Well, mm -hmm. Aaron thought he would hook them up and get some leaves for them and place them near them so he didn't have to go all the way up the tree. But the ants had no interest in that because they weren't like you, you don't live your purpose only for other people. They weren't gathering the leaves only to get the, the end for result the end done. Result. They were doing it for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. People paint, artists paint because it feels good to paint. Mm -hmm. And then it exactly. also helps people. Yes. We're doing this, a great conversation, it's enjoyable, mm -hmm. it's gonna help people. It's, it's, so it's, it's that symbiotic sort of, a synergistic sort of, uh, scenario with mm -hmm. the whole exactly. purpose yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, sorry, so go ahead. So much out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get as much as you give on it. Yeah. You really do, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so anyway, we could probably talk for hours. Yes. It's been I so know. enjoyable, like, man. Can we just either so fun. keep going or can you come back like every week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. we got to get to dinner. We Never. have some things you want to do. Let's, Lior, thank you so much yeah, for coming on. You. I really I do appreciate it. Where, so now, where can people, because I know people are going to love you after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you? What would be um, the easiest way? I'm on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. And I'm just Lior Alexandra on everything. It's L-E-E-O-R Alexandra. Awesome. And I'll leave links in the description box of the podcast and in the email. So thank you again, Lior. Thanks, love. Yep. You all have an amazing day. Until next time. Namaste. Namaste.